I, Brass Cauldron, dinged falling off a cart, am here to express gratitude to our patrons. Without patrons, I, Brass, would be unable to afford my sibling scholarship. Therefore, my thanks to Chris Walsh, Christopher Bruce, Mike Hammond, Michael Pollard, Jason Campbell, Olga Krasik, Michelle B., Noreen Elizabeth, Robert Andrews, David Forsey, Heather Baird, Cheryl Nash, Chelsea Dabhilke, Michelle Scott. Once again, I, Brass, thank you for your patronage. We're Shark Tilly! Nobody knows! How will they catch her? Probably violence! It's me, and you, and the bounty crew. In the Mox Crimes, nothing new. Don't trust the cops, they're criminals too. Steam and clues with the bounty crew. No one's safe from this retinue. Someone pays them enough, they'll be coming for you. The crew has followed the trail of the molten assassin, finding themselves in the luxurious queens in the depths of the mountain. The fight rained down from the ceiling of the ring as the assassin made a break for the United Family's council courtyard, while the crew brought out all the stops to take him down. He slipped into cover inside the forum, and when the crew rounded the corner, they spotted their target, Shard Tealeaf, talking to a drow and three ticks near the centre of the courtyard. Lucky break? I doubt it. In mocks the rain, even luck is for the wealthy. Everyone else just gets ash. So, Doug, you come around the corner and you see Shard standing with an unknown drow woman. The drow woman is flanked by three ticks. Uh, Hello there. I think you might be in danger. And they just kind of stare at you. Uh, because it's not their turn. <laughs> can I look and see if the assassin is around? Yeah, you can make a perception check. Not terrible. 19. Uh, 19, no. You see you see. there's like a bunch of rats running into like the pillars and stuff to your right, mm-hmm. uh, but you don't see the assassin. All right, I will wait for their response and, and keep a lookout for the assassin. Okay. Um, so w- when you say you're in danger, Shard sort of turns around and she's like looking between you and the drow and she just says, I'm not too worried about it. And then she turns back to the drow and says, maybe we should talk about this somewhere else. And then it is Brass's turn. I look along the side of the building, see that there's no entrances at ground level and uh, I'm going to turn around and run back towards the front. Okay, so you kind of make your way back around the outside of the forum, and you can see Rusty taking aim and everybody else around that side. All right. I'll take the dodge action. Okay. Uh, So then it's it's Tulip. I'll run inside, I guess. I don't know if I saw Tea Leaf yet. Uh, Yeah, so when you run around the corner, um, you you see Tea Leaf. You see the same thing. They're standing next to this fountain, sort of in the middle of these four big pink blossoming trees. Okay, then I'm going to just walk straight up to her. Okay. And then I'm going to say, you are coming with me. From over your shoulder up in the tower, mm-hmm. um, you hear like, oh, come on, this isn't this isn't worth it, Shard. Come on, let's just get out of here. Let's let's just go. We can get out of the city right now. And you look up and you see this Arakakra perched on the outside of this window, just looking out, and he is rapidly just 
looking from person to person as they're coming in. Uh, okay. I'm going to grapple shard. Okay. Action. Um, uh, okay. I don't know what I roll for that. Strength check? Uh, athletics. Yeah. Can't wait for Tulip to fight three ticks. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 23. 23? Yeah, you grab her. Okay. So she has like turned around and is basically ignoring you. Like you come in and say you're coming with me and she's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you grab her and she's like, okay, hold on now. But you do pick her up. Okay. I'm going to start walking back out. Okay. So you, you, you can move like another sort of 10 feet back okay is this like are you grabbing her by just like like the scruff of her neck like the back of her jacket and picking her up off the ground <laughs> yeah that's what i'm imagining basically just like <laughs> yeah so she's she's wearing like tunic type robe uh sort of these like short canvas pants and she is just kitted out with all of these like gadgets she has this like big bandolier on which has a bunch of weird little trinkets and like vials and stuff all over it she has this backpack which as you pick her up is just rattling around with stuff she has dual holsters on her hips one of them looks like it has a crossbow in it but the other one has this like weird looking mechanical device that you've never seen anything like before Okay. Uh, but she does kick her legs a little bit as you as you pick her up. Okay. And then the drow, she steps forward as you pick her up and says, "Um, she's actually not going anywhere. Uh, none of you are." And she nods, and the three ticks are gonna start to like move forward towards you. And Barnaby, it's your turn. I'll move right up into the the doorway if I can. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna cast bless on um, Tulip, myself, and Doug. So that's a D4 to ability checks. And every and attack rolls to it, right? And saving throws. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Attack roll, saving throw, uh, add a D4. Oh, not ability checks. Not ability checks. So now anyone within 10 feet of me gets to add 7 to any saving throws. Squeak. So I'm also still frightened. Um, so I don't think I can enter the forum, but would at least make my way towards the entrance. Um, uh, uh, Squeak is kind of just like, find them, find them, find! And I think then would clock tea leaf and uh, the eyeballs would just like roll into dollar signs. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to use my bonus action to cast spirit totem. So uh, a little flying rat, rat pigeon. It's just like a rat with pigeon wings stitched onto it appears. Gross. Um, nice. Which <laughs> gorgeous. Grants advantage on perception checks to everything within a 30 foot radius. Okay. So I'm going to cast that as, like kind of into my pod of 16 rats. Okay. <laughs> 16, 16 rats swarms. swarms. So, I can, <laughs> so I can make 32 perception checks on my turn. Yeah, welcome uh, for that. You can do that, sure. And uh, I'm go make a tea. <laughs> then I am going to use my staff to cast Insect Plague so they can all make a con save, DC 14. 25 piercing damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. Everything in like, yeah, 20 foot so I could get all of them. I wouldn't okay. get Admiral Tulip. <laughs> well, I'm assuming you're an Admiral. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, the area all around them is lightly obscured and difficult terrain. Okay. 25, a 26. Pass, pass. And a 16. Uh, pass. 12 piercing damage. And then I'm going to proceed to make... Uh, 16 perception checks with advantage. Okay. So please <laughs> hold for the next uh, five minutes while I roll. Uh, and you're, uh, at the end of your turn, you can make another wisdom save against the uh, fear. Oh, cool. I'll do that first. 
Am I next to Burnaby at this point? You're not, no, because you can't move up to those doors. And 10 on the wisdom save. Uh, so you are still frightened. Okay. Um, and then it is Rusty's turn while uh, while you make 32 perception check. I'm going to mute myself while I do this. <laughs> Rusty is going to run up to the corner. He's going to hit beside the wall like with his back and poke his head around uh, the corner and look in. And then he's going to reload his guns. Hey, there's a real bad hombre assassin uh, around here. Uh, keep your head up. Uh, God, uh, what a mess by the makers. And he's just reloading uh, his gun. So he pops uh, the chamber open and puts his thumb on the chamber and a bullet drops out of his thumb into each <laughs> of the uh, <laughs> the things. So he very quickly reloads his, his two guns. That's um, one of the Warforged abilities. They can absorb metal in themselves. So Mike was cool and let me put my ammo in myself. <laughs> that's cute. And that's it. All right. Um, so then the... I rolled a single nat 20. <laughs> you rolled a nat 20? I rolled one nat 20. The highest else I rolled was 18. What's the total? 20. They get it's nothing. It's a 20? They get nothing. They get nothing. It's just a flat uh, zero to perception, I think. I, but you can't like communicate with them in any way either, right? No, but I guess I'm willing them like it's 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 seek and destroy. They're on right now. Okay. They are surging around all of these pillars and stuff like that, but they do not. They don't find this assassin. So I, I guess, yeah, I can't really give you anything, unfortunately. Okay. So then it is the ticks. The three ticks are going to walk up. Two of them go on either side of you, Tulip. Okay. And they are also going to try to grapple you. (laughs) So they're going to grapple you grappling. Yeah, the grappler (laughs) has become the grappled or will potentially become the grappled. So you can roll athletics or acrobatics. That's 26. 26? Yeah. Yeah, so they have a 23. So like they're holding on to you and you are just like barely dragging them (laughs) forward. Um, (laughs) So that's the first two. And then the third one is going to attack you. Does a 16 hit? That's my armor. Yeah. Um, So it hits you and it is, instead of doing damage, going to knock you prone. Oh, okay. Now that they're sort of close to you, they look quite a bit different from the other ticks. One noticeable thing is that they are wearing clothes like G3 NDR was. But okay. these ones are not talking, and you can see that over where their mouth is, they have a metal plate that seems to have been added. It's a different color from the rest of their armor, and it has a gilded green leaf with a spiral that goes into the middle on each of these mouth plates. I have to ask, do any of them end their turn within the rat cloud? They're all on top of Tulip. Okay. Tulip is on top of them. <laughs> <laughs> and then it is Doug's turn. Doug is going to move forward to get closer to this group, and he's going to look at them. He says, now is not the time for games. And and I start to just, like, float off the ground for a moment, and my eyes just go, like, pitch black. And from up underneath the trench coat in the back sort of form these, like, two skeletal sort of spectral wings. And the whole room just sort of goes dark for a moment, and you just see these, like, flashes of eyes, and I'm using my necrotic shroud. Every creature within 10 feet can make a charisma save. But you'll have to yep. be in the rat cloud to do so. Hmm? I thought the rat cloud was over to the right looking for the assassin. 
No, no those are the summoned rats. No, that's <laughs> those are the 16 summoned rats. That's different than the cloud. There's a lot that's of not rats. the cloud, that's the wave. That's the rat wave. The rat cloud is in the center of the room. Oh my god. <laughs> so I have to be in that uh, to be within 10 feet of everyone? Yeah, so you would, you would have to be. Guess I'll stop just short of it, and I guess I'll miss the drow. Okay. Yeah, so they can all make charisma saves. Okay. Uh, so Don't forget to add your uh, plus your oh, D4. Bless. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, charmed or frightened? Is it charmed or frightened? It is frightened. frightened? Oh yeah, invincible. Uh, okay, Love yeah. Being mad. The ticks are also cannot be frightened. Everything I have that's powerful just doesn't work on the ticks. <laughs> yeah, they're they're they are tough to like scare away or paralyze or anything. Um, shard. Because they it's dig a in like. They oh dig my in god! Like this works on nobody. Amazing. <laughs> 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 yeah, so I, I'm floating, and, and my, my wings are, like, out behind me, and I say, Consider yourself blessed, for his eyes are upon you. And everybody just, like, looks at me and shrugs. <laughs> yeah, <they're>, <laughs> <laughs> the ticks are still just trying to, like, wrestle Tulip to the ground, and Shard, like, casts you a quick, like, look, and then continues, like, pushing Tulip's head away from her, like, trying to... What the hells? <laughs> and I just like I, I stop floating and like land back on the ground and like look around just like frustrated. <laughs> Tough room. <laughs> yeah. That's my um, turn. <laughs> Shard is like pushing you away, Tulip, and then she reaches down and grabs something off of the bandolier and crushes it in her hand and then she sort of turns into this mist and pops out of your hands. That's good. And she reappears I think. Quick, breathe in. (laughs) (laughs) And she reappears behind the drow. Yeah, make a con save. Yeah. (laughs) Because she can't get far enough. Yeah. Con, not so good. That's a 12. That is 28 piercing damage. Yowza. As rats swarm her. And then she is going to run out of the rat swarm. Difficult terrain. Yeah, so she moves 15 feet. And uh, she does. you see she doesn't use her whole movement. Like, she turns around and she, like, plucks a rat that's, like, chewing on the side of her <laughs> face and like just, like, throws it to the side and is like, oh, okay, I'm getting real cheesed here. And then it <laughs> is Brass's turn. No, it doesn't seem quite like the time to start casting spells on the ticks yet. I'm Tulip to... might disagree. Ah, Tulip. <laughs> Tulip's new. I don't know Tulip yet. Can't argue with that analysis. <laughs> like, I have no idea who this person is. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to move up to the entrance and sort of uh, wrap my cloak tightly around, tightly around me and uh, flare it back. I'm using the uh, the charge rallying flight. So the cloak sort of splits up the middle and suddenly looks like I've got dragon's wings. And everybody who's an ally of mine feels like a warm breath of air wash over them. Uh, and you can use up to half your hit dice to heal right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. Using that. I'm going to do that. Thanks, Brass. You are welcome. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, you, you see Doug, who's like a little bit deflated after that, but like still has like these like f- sort of flopped spectral wings behind him and still has like the black orbs for eyes, but he was like just like slunched over and you did that and he's like, okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I got this. Doug, 
Doug walking home, like Linus dragging his blanket behind him. <laughs> just, <Yeah>. like, <laughs> just skeletal wings dragging on the ground. Yeah. No one was scared of me. <laughs> and uh, Brass doesn't look like she's quite so stuck to the ground at the moment. Got a little bit of lift right now. Nice. Some lift and volume. Lift and volume? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that is the Pantene Pro Cape. (laughs) (laughs) Glossy, brassy waves. (laughs) And Tulip, it is your turn. Oh, nice. Tulip's going to stand up. That's half his movement or whatever. And he's surrounded by three ticks. Yes. Which one pushed him over? Uh, So there's two, like, trying to hold onto your arms, and then there's one right in front of you who pushed you over. (laughs) Okay, yeah. He just immediately rips his arms out of the ticks' arms. And just, like, pulls out his longsword and just leans in to attack the one that pushed him. First attack, 19 to hit. That's a hit. Nat 20. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, another nat 20. I'm not even joking. No. Wow. Nice. Sweet. Vicious. <laughs> I take uh, Okay, wow. So my, my tattoo, his tulip tattoo, uh, whenever you score a critical hit, that target takes an extra 46 necrotic damage. Sounds right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Whenever. Oh, man. God, damn. That's pretty uh, amazing. Okay. That's awesome. Let's see so. if I built these things as strong as I thought I did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so from the long sword, that's 5d8. From one, two, three attacks, two criticals. And then an extra 8d6. Jeez. Nuclear launch. just pushed you. All he did was push you. That's 77 damage. Oh. Oh. Wow. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to get close to Tulip and give him the support he needs. Uh, so Tulip just stands up, effortlessly pulls his arms out of the arms of the giant mechanical ticks, pulls out his longsword, and just leans into the tick and like slashes it three times across the chest. And the first time he hits it, it kind of bounces off a bit. And then he looks at it and narrows his eyes, and the tulip tattoo flares red. And then he just leans into it and plunges the longsword in twice, like a stabbing motion. Cool. So I'm going to say, yeah, you like you hit it, and then when you plunge in the first time, it like moves its arm up to try to block the second one, and you fully cut off one of its arms. So this one is now three-armed, uh, so it's going to lose one of its attacks. Sweet. Wow. That's too much damage Nasty. to not d- take lasting damage, I think. Yeah. <laughs> All of that necrotic damage from the D6s, he gains his temporary HP from oh. the Blood Fury tattoo. And I guess that's my turn. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, you just lay into this tick, uh, and you can see like it moves backwards and all of this sort of like steam and sparks are shooting out from where its arm was and it stumbles backwards and like pushes itself back up to its feet and all three of them turn their heads back towards this drow Hmm. and then Doug Tulip and all of these can all make a deck save do I see it? Yes, you do. So you see uh, up in the tower, Buck is like, oh, that's enough of this. Uh, just shard, let's get out of here. And she, he uh, sweeps his wings forward and you see all these like seeds sort of flutter out of them. And as they hit the ground, these big vines start like cracking through the ground under you and trying to restrain you. Don't forget the D4, guys. I've got a 10. I've got a 16. Uh, 16 is the DC, so you're okay. Doug, you are restrained. Hooray. Uh, and the ticks. 
So all three of them wow. and Doug get restrained <laughs> by these <laughs> vines that just like shoot up out of the ground. Tulip, again, you are unaffected so far by this combat. Um, <laughs> then the drow. Squeak, you feel your connection with your plague of rats sever as the drow just sort of like waves her hands around herself. And for a second, those standing in the plaza, you can see this like orb of energy just move around her. And then the these summoned rats all around her just disappear. And she nods at the three ticks and then turns back towards Shard. And she just says, you are the one who wanted to meet me here. Are they with you? I can tell you they're not with me. And then it is Barnaby's turn. How far away is the Arakakra? Is he within 90 feet? Yep. Yeah, I'm going to cast uh, Sleep up there on him. Sleep? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Sleep. I've got 62. Like, so you have to beat their total HP? Oh. <laughs> yeah, total remaining HP. Yeah, no one's hit him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he does that and uh, watches as the Arakakra remains upright and just gets a little bit drowsy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, crap. And uh, <laughs> we'll use his remaining movement to run up to Tulip and uh, use his bonus action to uh, to cast Jump on himself. Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then it is back to the top with Squeak. I think I'm just going to tell... M- my swarm of rats to swarms of rats to start like going up that tower towards where Buck is, and I'm just kind of let them roam, and and they can start ripping apart anything in their in their path, basically. Um, so you're just you're you're letting them go rogue. Yeah, yeah, more or less, um, and wipe out anything that might be in that tower. They have a thirty foot movement. Yeah. yeah. So if they dash, they can get up to like where the window is, and they'll be able to get at them next turn. Cool. I'm just curious how how I guess frightened works given the fact that I can't see or find what I'm frightened of. Um, so you can't willingly move towards it, but now you don't know where it is. Okay. So yeah. so I, I, I think you would be okay to move, but you're not free of it yet. So if you do see it again, I'll be the refrained. effect will still be cool. taking place. Yeah. So I want to just walk into the plaza then where I can see Buck and the window. Yeah. And then I just want to seal up the window. So as everyone would see, it would kind of look like the stone is just kind of growing over the window, well, within a 40-foot block. But I'm assuming we're in daylight, so you would be able to tell that it is not uh, stone, but is in fact rats. Uh, using the kinetic rat feature of my weapon, a swarm of rats creates an object that can fit in a 40-foot cube. In dim or dark light, a creature without dark vision must make an intelligence check uh, to determine that the object is in fact a giant pile of rats. Uh, so yeah, I'm just trying to like seal up that window when, with Buck inside of it. <laughs> so gross. Okay, yeah. So the he... worst rat king ever. <laughs> yeah, it just starts forming over as these uh, yeah rats form together to make like window shutters, and then the window shutters just like slam shut, locking Buck inside. Rusty. Rusty looks like he's he's had his back against the wall on the by the entrance on the outside, and he. Uh, Pokes his head around the corner again. Does he recognize the drow? Uh, make a history check. Oh, two plus. <laughs> no, no idea. <laughs> no. Chris is going to run inside and uh, try to get up the closest tower, following in the direction that the assassin went, and he's going to run into the first tower. Okay. The assassin's here, Shard. He already got Bane and Wish. So you run into the tower, and you have 21 passive perception? Yep. You see... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you see the assassin. 
in that tower. So when you come around the corner, he is leaned up against the wall next to the window overlooking this like plaza. You can see that he is like dressing wounds, sort of looks up as you come in and then smiles with those sharp teeth. I'm gonna shoot him a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seems yeah. reasonable. Rusty uh, doesn't say anything. Just immediately. First one's gonna be sharpshooter. 23. 23 is a hit. Second shot is a 16. Uh, 16 is a miss. The offhand is a 21. 21's a hit. My heart is pounding doing the simplest math. <laughs> it's like, no, oh, nine plus two? I don't know, man. It could be anything. That's 27 damage. And then I'm going to action surge, do it again. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> just, just imagine everyone like outside just seeing like all these bullet holes come flying through a section of the wall. Yeah. You know what, though? I think now is the time to use one of my uh, gun's charges. So I'm going to action surge and use the gun's charge, uh, Deadeye, which is uh, shoot once with every remaining bullet, which would be... <laughs> I like I like two shots ringing out and then a pause and then nine more <laughs> wait how many bullets do those things oh hold? no I'm sorry shoot once for every bullet remaining in your gun so it's one gun yeah mm. yeah no but I already fired two shots I should have done that first can you use your other gun to do it yeah mm. just juggle them <laughs> I like it it's cool as hell Rusty fires two shots with Delilah, his right-hand gun, he fires two shots, offhand one shot, and then he holsters and throws uh, his left-hand gun into his right hand and then comes down hammering the trigger. Nice. Yeah, that's some Sundance Kid action right mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, two net 20s on the first three. <laughs> what? <laughs> How many total is that already? Is that four four crits? That's four crits in this fight. Two net 20s and a dirty 20. <laughs> Filthy, absolutely Filthy, disgusting. Filthy, nasty 20, and then... Okay, all right, this is getting complex for me. <laughs> the D10s that are getting into the mix. Let's just make guys, it easier to write say this down. the Molten Watch guy is dead. <laughs> nah. He might... He's been healing for... Two turns to save us, save us some time. Okay, so the second shots is a 18 and a 16. 16 is a miss, 18 is a hit. Four of five hit. Now, now the problem, I do not with these, I do not add damage modifiers. Mm. Nice. <laughs> I got two tens, nine, eight, <gasps> two and a one. So that's 40 damage. Yes, on top of the, the, the 27. First. Almost caught up to a longsword. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah I think you, we're, yeah. you brought a gun to a longsword fight. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think Rusty, yeah, he fires... Two shots and then rolls the gun backwards into his holster, fires the offhand, and then with the offhand, hammers the trigger with his right hand. He doesn't switch hands. He just holsters his right hand gun with a little uh, flourish and then empties the offhand gun. Uh, And he just shouts, Contact! (laughs) (laughs) No one would have guessed. (laughs) With all the the shots ringing out. Everybody can see through the wall at this point. So much of it has been destroyed by bullets. (laughs) So the three ticks around you, Tulip, after the drow nods at them, extend their remaining limbs, and their hands all detach and sort of magnetize and fly to the edges of this forum. Uh, where you can see there are statues that look sort of like ticks on all of the sides. 
and then you can make two deck saves. Add, add I, three to that, plus your d4, because I'm next good, to you Good, good, good. 25. Yeah. That's for the first one. So 19, tw- tw- this one's 24. Yeah, so both fine. So the, the hands detach, and they fly and attach themselves to these statues as three axes and four maces <laughs> detach from the walls uh, and spin their way towards you. Oh, God. Um, and then reattach to those limbs of these ticks that are surrounding you. Mm, um, cool. And then they are going to attack you. Uh-oh. How many decks do they get? Well, they have four arms each. <laughs> uh, one of them has three arms, uh, but they, they don't get as many this time because they switched their mm. uh, tactics. So the first one is going to attack you twice. Wow. Come on. That is a crit fail. And so my a... AC is 16. Just to... 16? Where? Okay, so the first one misses you twice. They're rolling with disadvantage, right? Restrained. Oh, that's right. They are restrained. The second one misses one attack. 17, so that hits. Okay. And then the third one only gets one attack. 18, so that one hits as well. Okay. Like Squeak is watching and just being like, he is immortal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because these, yeah, these things like the ticks on either side of you called axes from the opposite side of you. So you had mm-hmm. to dodge both of those axes as they attached to the hands and then immediately came at you again. But so far, they are un- uneffective. <laughs> I imagine the cape is like, like gracefully weaving in and out between blows. Like it's yeah. not even not a single cut happening on the cape at all. During the <laughs> I'm also imagining him like actually using his sword to like bat some of these attacks out of the way. Like it's not a deck save so much as it's just like hit me for real, like kind of batting stuff out of the way. And so you're yeah, just like fending these things off. But a do a couple of like nicks manage to get through, uh, and you take 24. Couple of nicks slashing, <laughs> couple slashing of nicks. damage. <laughs> so I'm raging, so that's halved. So that's. Uh, uh, 12, I guess. And uh, since I got, since I took damage, uh, his blood fury tattoo turns red again, and he's going to lash out and use his reaction to attack the one where he chopped off one of the arms. Makes sense. Okay. And you get advantage because it's restrained. Sweet. Crit fail? Not a crit fail. Probably a hit. Yeah, like 29. Yeah, that's a hit. <laughs> 2 plus 8 is 10 damage. 10? Okay. Okay. And with that, we are on to Doug. Okay, is there a 10-foot radius that I could have land on at least two of the ticks, but not me? Yes. Could I get three of the ticks? Uh, if you also get Tulip. You're good at deck saves, right? I get advantage as long as I see them. Yeah, you'll see this. Okay. Can- <laughs> is that, is that going to hit me as well? or you are, You're right next to Tulip, right? Yeah, so I'm within 10 feet at least, yeah. Yeah. That's all right. This might go bad. Okay. Can I use the remaining charge on my trench coat Mm -hmm. to find anything? Can I say this is the magic item that I stole from Flocket? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I've been waiting for this. Yeah. And can it be a beat of force? Yes. And I'm going to throw a beat of force at one of the ticks and a sphere of like magical energy explodes out. And so everything has to make a deck save. Okay. They have disadvantage for being restrained. Their dex is bad? Bad. Oh, gosh. Good, good, good. Finally, so one of them, One of them gets a 17. Success. That's a nat 20 and a 15, which goes down to 14. Fail. And the second one is one. Fail. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I rolled high, though. I got a 21. Oh, nice. 20. 
Yeah, 20. Mm-hmm. So the DC is 15. I guess it's only two of them failed, right? Oh, man, so they take 11 force damage and are trapped inside a uh, sphere. Cool. <laughs> if cool. they succeed, they are pushed away from the center of the sphere until they're no longer inside it. Okay. And no attack or other effect can pass through the sphere. Cool. So, yeah, two of them are just kind of inside this bubble. One of the other ones is forced out. I, I would say Tulip and the Tick get forced to either side of this bubble. So it's Tulip and Burnaby on one side of the bubble and the Tick on the other. Let it be the one with only three arms. Uh, no, <laughs> one that one out. that one's one of the ones that failed, so it's inside. And can I, mm-hmm. can I just speak telepathically to Shard? Yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Shard's got some wild shit on the go. Right. Can't wait for Shard to just fire a house at us. <laughs> <laughs> or a train. Something mm-hmm. happened at the rail <laughs> rail station, right? No, mm-hmm. yeah, you can. You can. Uh, yeah, and just in her mind, I just want to say, the Molten Watch are here for you. We're trying to keep you safe. And you hear back, like, right away, that guy ain't no Molten Watch. Mm. And then it is her turn. She looks at this drow, and I'm, I'm going to go a little bit outside of initiative here just so that they can have this short conversation. Mm -hmm. She just says, I'm here to bring you to the justice that this city cannot seem to bring you to. I know what's going on. I know who that guy really is. And I know he's absolutely no Malton Watch. What are you trying to do to me? You've killed two of my friends and now you're after us. I don't even understand why. And uh, the drow just says like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I've heard that the Malton Watch is a little bit upset with you that you've broken into their coffers and stolen from under their nose. She looks up at the window and just hears like, ah, from inside the tower where Buck is. Uh, <laughs> and just kind of shakes her head. Yeah, <laughs> by 16 swarms of rats. <laughs> A real terror show up there. Oh no. Where did you hear this? Where did you hear that the Molten Watch is upset with us at all? I have it on pretty good authority that they don't give a damn what we did. And the drow kind of like stares at her for a second and says, in a moment, none of this will matter anyway. And Shard nods and says like, all right, well, if that's how it's going to be, I'm going to get you to admit to this. You're going to do it here in front of all these people. You see her take out that little item at her hip, the strange one tulip that you couldn't really identify. And she pulls a little orb out of it and then eats it. And then you see a little orb sort of extend around her and then shimmer and disappear. And then she is going to puff into smoke again, and then she appears up on the wall near Buck's tower. And Brass, it's your turn. Brass is going to fly about 60 feet up in the air, a little closer to um, Shard, and call out, we will assist you if you agree to speak with our employer afterwards. Who's your Uh, employer? Brass is distracted now by casting Shatter on the tick outside of the bubble. Cool. Uh, and if the drow is in range... Yeah, I mean, she, he got pushed. They got pushed in opposite directions, and the drow hasn't moved. So you could hit both, yeah. So they both need to make constitution saving throws. Con saves. So I guess the tick is disadvantage because it's shatter it. Yes, yes, that is correct. Because it's a construct? It, because it's an inorganic material, such yes. as stone, crystal, or metal. It is made of metal, and it gets a 12. So we fail. I'm only casting it at second level, so uh, anyone who failed the throw gets 10 force damage. And you see the ripples go out towards the drow as well, and then this sort of shimmering field 
moves over her, uh, and it just kind of ripples, and she just stands there like nothing happened. Unaffected. Mm. Okay. Yeah. As a bonus yeah. action, I would like to fire one of my Melk's meteors at uh, at the tick. It's uh, He rolled a four and a four, so he, yeah, fails. Okay. The meteor splashes over him, and he takes ten uh, fire damage. Cool. Okay. With that, you're sort of hovering over the field, and then it is Tulip. The one that I was hacking to pieces is currently in a in a big and vulnerable ball. Yes. Tulip's gonna walk up to the ball. He's gonna walk past the ball and he's gonna look at the tick with only with one with his arm cut off. And he taps on the ball with his sword. It starts rolling say, like, away. Okay. It's only one pound. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. You feel how incredibly the, light it is. He taps on the ball with his sword and just looks at the tick and he's like, "I will come for you later." And then walks towards the drow and is gonna make an attack on okay. the drow. You can make that attack. Um, so when you s- as well hey. as a pigeon rat goes flying past you and makes like a <laughs> uh, Where does the pigeon rat have to go? Uh, it doesn't have to go anywhere. He's just within its thirty foot radius, so I can as it has thirty yeah, foot as a reaction. I can give him uh, advantage for my hawk oh, cool. spirit. Weed. <laughs> you step up to this drow and you feel like your tattoo's power drain any magic items that you have are now ineffective Mm. and i think actually if that is a spell effect giving him advantage it doesn't yeah yeah okay yeah Yeah. as you sort of step through here but i I don't think this will affect you in a crazy way (laughs) but i'm still really mad right you're still very mad because that's not magic well then that's all that (laughs) oh 18 18 is Uh, a hit what's that well actually 18 plus blah so yeah more than that for sure i'll roll all three attacks again Um, cool is uh, six plus nine is 15. 15 is a myth. 17 plus nine, 20 odd. Probably a hit. Yeah, that's a hit. Then Tulip piles in on her. Six, seven, one. So that's uh, 14 plus three times eight is 24. So 24? 14 plus 24. No, no, 14 oh. plus 24. <laughs> 38? Yep. Yeah, so as, as of- you step in there, you see she does like pull a rapier from her side and is just trying to stop you, but... You can see that, like, when you step through this field and are not deterred in any sort of way, she's kind of like, oh, goodness, <laughs> uh, and is, like, trying to fend off these attacks, but she's clearly winded by the time you're done swinging at her. Yeah, that's my turn. Then it is her turn. Very impressive. You've done uh, quite good work against these ticks. Uh, I, don't, I don't suppose I can buy you off as she sort of, like, readies an attack, but she's yeah, waiting for an answer. She says, what are you being paid now? What am I being paid? 100,000 <laughs> 100, gold, yeah. So Tula points at Shard and says, 100,000 to retrieve her. Hmm. It's quite a quite a price I could arrange for. You kill her here, you get 150. How about that? <laughs> do you know the man with the molten watch? Oh, no, I have nothing to do with the molten watch. The man up there. And she, yeah, you point up at like these smoking bullet holes coming through <laughs> the, <laughs> the <laughs> tower. And she says, I've never seen that man in my life. Do you know anything about him? No, it looks like he's full of bullet holes. <laughs> Tulip doesn't respond. Okay. He's just calcul- He's calculating. He doesn't, yeah. But so he she, does stand a little bit at ease. You can see her. She has her, like, sword towards you, and she's just going to okay. watch you. Okay. Um, and Barnaby. I guess I'll look at the tick that's outside of the bubble and uh, look over at Tulip and look back at the tick and just kind of like a little bit of a shrug and then he'll close his eyes really tight and swing his warhammer at the the tick. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Does 17 to hit? Uh, 17 is not a hit. 
Okay. Yeah. So with his eyes closed, he just like, and just kind of like does a full spin with the warhammer, and then uh, comes back to facing the tick and opens his eyes and was like, so there. (laughs) Yeah, and you, you can see you've like scuffed some of the armor on its shoulder. Yeah. I'm real proud, and uh, we'll stand uh, kind of upright and kind of plant my feet, and that's my action, and uh, that'll be my turn, I guess. <laughs> okay. Rusty up in the tower. The no. assassin looks around as parts of his armor are just, like, shredded off and just smoking from all of these bullets that have gone through the wall all around him, and then he's going to say, you're getting real troublesome, and he takes out that uh, sword that you saw him use before on Tulip, and he is going to attack you a bunch of times. So that is a critical fail, a 25, and a 23. Yeah, two hits. (laughs) You take 43. It's a combination of slashing and fire. Do do you want me to separate them? Uh, No, I don't have resistances to those. Okay. This, like, red-hot lava blade comes out as he just like slashes at you. You can feel every time it moves, you can feel the heat of it singes and like catches fire to pieces of your clothing as he sort of swings around you in these like deft moves that even using your regular blocking things off of your body armor and stuff, you can feel pieces of it getting heated up and uh, melted away from this red hot blade. Okay. Yeah, I think Rusty, he's like kind of deftly stepping and it's just narrowly missing him and um, redirects one particularly close uh, swipe with his gun. It hits off the gun and he kind of slides it. Rusty's still looking good, but he's uh, scared. Real scared. Yeah, and it's this really like tight, this small room. I think it's like 15 by 15. Mm-hmm. Pushed back, back to the stairs that you came up to get in here. Okay. And then it is Squeak. Um, did Buck get a turn in the tower? Uh, Buck did. Buck did oh. something. Yeah. But he is oh, still in the tower. I guess I can't tower. see what's going on. The rats can't. <laughs> swarms of rats enter the room with Buck and uh, yeah. tearing him apart, I guess, if he's there. He yeah. is there. Why? Um, I mean, I told him to go loose. <laughs> they, they all ran right past the assassin, who I can only imagine was like, don't say a word. <laughs> yeah. So the assassin had ducked into this first tower, and they had all just sort of run past okay. the door not being able to, to uh, pick him out. Oh, it's a different tower. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna use the D&D Beyond roller to make this a lot easier for me. I right. just have to wait like eight hours for the animation to finish. So <laughs> There's somebody at D&D Beyond headquarters right now who's like, our bandwidth has gone through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. There's 16 hordes of rats attacking with so advantage. 15. The fucking My computers God. exploding. 15, 9, 12, 7, 6, 11, nat 20, Five, sixteen. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm not what's it, listening. Once it's AC, I think I only <laughs> hit it once. <laughs> His AC is sixteen. His AC is so sixteen. I need to roll. I think that's three 15. hits. I rolled a single hit with sixteen attack, uh, which was a nat twenty. What yeah. one? Every single thing I rolled was a fourteen or lower plus two. Oh, they minus on their attack. No, they're plus two on their hit. Oh, so sorry, sixteen. So sorry, two hits. One, one yeah, crit yeah. and one regular. That's it. 66 piercing rats, eh? He eventually makes yeah. two con saves for Entangle. 22. Yes, he has to meet. <laughs> we'll see what he has to beat. Says says the boy wrapped in vines. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the boy with no spells, no acrobatics or athletic skills. It's like, I'm not getting out until he doesn't want me here. 20, 22 in total. <laughs> 22 damage? Yep. 
Okay. Oh, if he's making con saves, uh, they... uh, uh, six was one attack. Oh well, doesn't matter. You got a you got a seven, so he fails. Mm. So the vines, yeah, all just wrap around and descend back into the ground as he takes twenty-two. Only two of them hit, and it was twenty-two. That's I should have thought. I should have fought harder for that advantage. Oh no! And um, I'm just gonna load up a rat in my arm crossbow, rat crossbow, ratapult, <laughs> shoot it yep. at uh, Tilly. <laughs> that is a twenty, dirty twenty to hit. That's a hit. Oh, so God. the rat latches onto it, dealing five bludgeoning damage, and continues to do damage each turn until she brushes it off. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. One rat. It's so one it's so rat weird counter. to convince to go with us. It's so weird making custom magic items and then giving them to you just to have them thrown back in my face <laughs> with such. <laughs> <laughs> so then it is Rusty. Okay, Rusty forgot to use his skirmisher ability, so he's still engaged with uh, the assassin. Got Rusty got distracted by math and forgot to use his ability. Sucks. Rusty's in. Russ is in a hard place, but I think, yeah, I'm just going to make a melee attack on him. Okay. 13. Pistol whip. Uh, 13 is a miss. Okay. Rusty tries to punch him in the mouth (laughs) and misses and runs away. (laughs) 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 Uh, So I have the mobile feet, so uh, I don't provoke attack of opportunities for the, uh, when I make a melee attack against a creature, whether I hit or not. Okay. (laughs) So... (laughs) Rusty is running away, bonus action, reloading. <laughs> He's running away, reloading, and he runs at the ba- bottom of the tower, sticks his head out, and is like, uh, He's in here, we gotta kill him fast! He's <laughs> just like reloading his gun as fast as he can, and um, taking cover outside of the, the door to the tower. Are you, st- are you inside the tower or outside the tower? Just outside the tower. Just like, outside? So, like running out of the tower, uh, and then hitting cover outside it. And then... It is the remaining tick. You see it, like, take a step towards Tulip, and then from over Tulip's shoulder, the drow, like, shakes her head. So it's going to turn around, and Barnaby just smacked it, so it's going to smack Barnaby a bunch of times. Yeah, come at me. <laughs> yes. Does a 14 hit you? No, you've got to be 20. Turtle. Dang, so only, only one hits you. You mm-hmm. are a turtle. So you take a mace... To the shell. Oh, the, sorry, they do get one more attack. So two hit you. Okie doke. And you take 38 uh, oh, yeah. bludgeoning damage. Yeah, so the, the two axes, like, swing over your head, and you manage to, yeah, just, like, clang them away with your shield and your shell. And then two pretty devastating uh, mace cracks manage to land, and it is going to stay there squared up with you. Okay. Uh, there's nothing these other two can do. Is that is that right? They don't have any sort of, like, spells, or they can't, like, they can beat their way the out of this thing? It, yeah, it can use its action to push against the sphere's wall, moving it up to half the creature's walking speed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so they have, between them, 40 feet. A so they're, movement. I guess they're just going to roll it at you. So you get hit with one pound of force... <laughs> Unless you want to easily move out of the way, can I? Uh, can I just push <laughs> two pounds back? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it yeah. can be so picked they, up. Yeah, they kind of bounce it a little bit. It goes over your head. Can I spin it over one of my claws? Uh, yeah, <laughs> on your on your turn, you can uh, you can full globetrotter this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do 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 do. 
But for now, it is Doug. Doug looks back and forth between Shard and the Drow and Tulip and, like, thinks about the conversation they just had and the money that was discussed and is unsure for a moment, but then, like, thinks back to Rusty shouting out. And I'm just going to fly up in his direction. And you can still see those, like, spectral skeletal wings are just, like, hanging loosely behind me, not helping the flight at all. At this point, you would see the assassin has moved back to the window and is readying a bow. Well, I will reach back into my trench coat, pull out the trusty old shotgun, and fire off to Eldritch Blast at this dang assassin. Are you kidding me? I cannot roll. A miss and a miss, I believe. Uh, (laughs) Five plus seven on both of them. I think you know this guy's AC now. His AC is 18. Yeah, I should be able to hit that. I get a... Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you're but but you're still flying sort of out in the middle. Yeah. Okay. Right for the picket. Um, <laughs> right for the picket. So then it is Shard, and yeah, Shard is kind of standing up at the top and sees Tulip and this Drow sort of talking and fires a bolt of lightning out of her hand, which comes like shooting down at the two of you, but just hits that orb around the Drow and just completely dissipates. So neither of you take any damage and she shouts out to you whatever she's saying it's a lie break your concentration get rid of that orb i'll take care of the rest and then it is brass's turn brass is going to fly in the window at the assassin okay before she goes she's going to shoot off one more of her little meteors at the pick that's left outside yep dex save is no longer restrained that is a three eleven fire okay brass window at the assassin and attack with a dagger uh, for 28. That is a hit. He takes 10 piercing and 2 acid damage. There's no one else around, right? Rusty's downstairs and outside. Yeah, okay. So that's it then. Tulip. Tulip sort of ignores the lightning that passes over the orb and then he looks down and then he looks back and then he says, I do not renege on a contract. And then he goes to make three attacks yeah. again. She had a held action yeah. for if you went to attack her, mm-hmm. so she'll attack you as well. Okay, who goes first? <laughs> I think you're both just attacking at the same time. Okay. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like... Bites. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> first one, 17. 17 hits. Okay. Second one is a hit, 16 plus 9. Third one is an 18 plus 9, so that's three hits, I think. Yeah, that's three hits. Okay. And she hits you with a 21. Uh, yep, that hits. Keep wanting to give you advantage, but clearly you do not need it in this fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thir- 16 plus 24 is 40 damage. Nice. You are just like swinging at her and she manages to get like one stab in that just sort of like goes quick in and out through your shoulder with this rapier. Okay. And you can make a con save. 20? 20? Okay. You feel like a poison immediately like course through your body, but you manage to shrug off most of it. Okay. So you take 12 piercing damage Uh and you're going to take half of this. So then 22 halved to 11 poison damage. Okay. So it's a 17 total. And And you feel like your muscles sort of start to seize, but the effect does not take. (laughs) Okay. Well, I took damage from an attack. Oh no, my tattoo doesn't work. Okay, so I no. can't use my reaction. Okay. Oh, but she has to make a concentration checks. Three. Yes. 
Oh, shit. No, not on the first one again. Yes. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Wait, no, what's your... No, that is a 10. Okay. Oh, all right. Jeez. And that's a pass. <laughs> God damn it. For the listeners, uh, we all just saw Mike just slump <laughs> and just... <laughs> the field reverberates and falls around you, so you feel that tattoo sort of rage back to life. Field's down. And Pick sort of salutes at you and says, thank you kindly. <laughs> then it is Buck. <laughs> so I... <laughs> So you just hear like, oh, this is horrible. <laughs> it would um, be. And then I guess the window, the it's, it's window? made of rats. So I, I'm just going to treat it like a swarm of rats. I mean, in it's terms like, of a, being yeah, like, it's like a 40 foot cube of rats. But sure, we can. Yeah. Swarm of rats. 40 foot cube. Foot it's like, cube. It, yeah. you notice like oh, it's rats as like what looked like window shutters. So it's not it's so just, much a window as like a huge yeah, bulge of rats exploding. At, yeah, okay. Growth. How many beady eyes are that? Like that? Well, uh, okay. I think maybe <laughs> what he's going to do is actually just disengage and cry and fly away. So he's going to he's going to disengage and fly down the stairs and come out the door. But it, it, he can only use thirty feet of his movement because he had to disengage from sixteen swarms of rats. <laughs> can he do that from sixteen swarms? Well, yeah, that's yeah. Disengage. You do it once. Yeah, yeah. Disengage. I cannot have a swarm of rats do in any of these people. What about <laughs> <laughs> if that happens, Buck stops I mean, here. Buck's that was our goal, right? <laughs> Kill everybody. Mm-hmm. That's that's our job. No prisoners. Yeah, wreak yeah. destruction, um, assassinate. So then it is the drow, and the drow is like breathing super heavy from these this flurry of attacks that came at her from Tulip, and she is going to, as a bonus action, disengage. And then she's going to step away from you. She looks up at the tower that the assassin is in and just screams out like, would you hurry up? (laughs) Yeah, and Pick nods and is like, that's good enough for me. Now that the shield is down, you see her. Last time she, I said that she was preparing a spell, but she couldn't, which is why she attacked you. But this time she's going to prepare her spell. Okay. Barnaby. I immediately globetrotter the ball on my claw. That's one (laughs) hand. No, keeping an eye on, on what's going, can I... While staying engaged with this uh, tick, can I like kind of circle him a little bit so I'm a little bit closer to Tulip? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I uh, will attack this tick again with my Warhammer, but this time remembering that I can attack twice. <laughs> uh, key. A key remembrance. Seven. So 17. Does 17 hit? A 17 does not. And even lower. So this time, again, he squeezes his eyes shut and kind of lets out sort of a like a yelp, which is a surprising sound. He's clearly not really paying attention. And uh, brings his, his hammer down and it thuds into the into the tiles. And then he kind of brings it up and tries to do like another sort of swing with it and ends up kind of like bouncing off of his own shield. And then he's like, oh, I'll try this with my eyes open next time. <laughs> and I'll, uh, I'm looking a little sadder and uh, square off with this tick again. That's my turn. Okay. So up in the tower brass, you see the assassin who had been like readying the bow. Mm-hmm. He's going to shoot at Shard. Okay. He sort of sizes you up, but hearing from outside this drow call out to him, he is just going to spin back away from you mm-hmm. and shoot this molten arrow at the window. Okay. And that is very high. Is Shard within 10 feet of me now? No. 
No, Shard is up on the right, up wall on the other side. Yeah, I remember now. So you would all see this arrow come shooting out the window. Shard turns and swings her arm in front of her face and casts shield, but the shield just shatters and just sort of turns to ash as this molten arrow just plunges right into the center of her chest. He then smiles and says, well, no work leaving a job half finished. And then he's going to take out another arrow and shoot at Buck for also extremely high. Mm. And Buck cannot do anything about that. So then that arrow also shoots Buck right in the back as he looks up at Shard to see this arrow go into her chest. Nice try anyway. You don't mess with the watch. Hello, it's Mike Friday, your Dungeon Mom. Thank you for listening to the penultimate episode of The Bounty Blunders. We've got one more to go, but who knows, maybe these lovable freaks will be back down the road when we need a bit of grimdark in our lives. If you haven't been following us on Twitter, I mean, number one, you should, at Wonder and Blunder on Twitter, follow us. But if for whatever reason you haven't been following us, you might not know that we've been posting links to our Discord. And we've had a few people joining, and that's really exciting for us. We want to keep building up this community, keep hearing from you, and share mostly memes about cats. So go on over there, check out our Twitter to get the link to our Discord. We want to see you on there and chat. You can share your fan theories about the show or your fan fictions. I will probably read them. Ooh, what kind of strange Pandora's box will that open? Only time will tell. But for now, as always, keep being the best. We love you very much, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye.